Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. And so radical responsibility in that moment is like, oh, I'm not enjoying your emotional state right now. How can I accept that as is? Because if you're not enjoying it, then some part of you is going to be like, okay, let me see how I can change this. Now, like two train cars, you're linked to their emotional state. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. Have you ever said to yourself or out loud about someone else, you're driving me crazy? It's a common saying, but what if it's never true? What if no one has the power to control your emotions? And when we say this, we're diminishing our own role in what we're experiencing and our own power. It's often not easy to remain peaceful when we're challenged by other people in difficult situations, but learning to do so will help you manage yourself and others. So today we're going to talk about the importance of practicing radical responsibility, even and especially when it's difficult, and how this will help us embrace reality. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. For me, it seems like the road to this is through Chuck Schumer. (laughs) Why do you say that? I'm not quite sure why, but I have. It seems I've picked him as, as the person who, to me, personifies all that I detest in government. Yeah, there you go. So you take someone like that, whether it's Chuck Schumer or Donald Trump or whomever, and you just take five minutes a day, maybe, and just love them. Just love it. Do a meditation just where you're really feeling into them. Maybe you're looking at a picture of them and you're just wishing them the best. Soul to soul, human to human. I'm going to try that. Yeah, see where it takes you. And you don't have to agree with his points of view or his actions. It's just we're talking on a very essential level, just as a fellow human. Yeah. You know, because he's doing surely the best he can and he's doing what he thinks is right, like pretty much everybody else on the planet. There's very few people who are doing what they think is wrong for them or for society and purposely doing that. Whatever they're doing, as we talk about so often here, they've got the best of intentions. Yeah, I just had that experience with my um, soon to be ex wife. We, we have a, our 20 year old's fine. Our, our 13 year old has been having for numerous months issues. And, but it, it's, it, we do what we can. We take action where we, we should or where we can. And we're letting it play out. 
and it's 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 a frustrating experience not to know exactly what's wrong with your child and she's going crazy so her answer is to make sure that every everybody around her around her especially me and and my our daughter that I'm talking about just create as much anxiety for us as possible and so she'll rage and f and this and this is I'm, this is driving me crazy and just goes off mm-hmm. and I, I she she hijacks me I mean she takes me for a ride emotionally and it has really been tough and what that's what you were just saying that's what I've been trying to do is just like I came to the conclusion this morning it's like you know she's hurting she loves our daughter um, she wishes it was it was it was a different situation. Um, she doesn't look at any of the positive whatsoever, mm-hmm. you know, that, that she just had a CT scan and there is no tumor. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Not good enough, you know? And so it was, uh, she just doesn't look, there's, she's driving herself crazy and she's driving me crazy. And so I've got to set boundaries and I've also got to, this morning I thought, you know what, she's doing the best she can. It's, it's, but it changed my attitude towards her where instead of resentful for, for bringing me into her crazy land, it, I had more compassion and I was able to, to not be hijacked by her emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think it's partly because of this, because of meditation. Mm-hmm. Really, cool. So it's, it's cool to apply it into, into a real, <laughs> a real life, you know, thing going on yeah that's what makes the practices meaningful whether it's prayer or meditation or whatever it's applying them precisely in the moments where you think you can't it's the most important i heard some things in what you were saying can i give you a reflection on something i'm sure you will (laughs) i'm asking permission sure do it okay did anybody hear a, a theme? There was about a half a dozen things that Kurt said that were eyebrow raising. Oh boy. Anybody hear it? Tiffany, what did you hear? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if it's about Kurt. So that's good, Kurt. I'm not going to say anything about you, but I do think it sounds like your soon to be ex wife is scared shitless. She's just, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and that's what I hear coming through everything you shared. Certainly. I'm talking about how Kurt was relating to it all, though. It was some, there was things he was saying, Scott. I heard that he gets hijacked and has no control. Yes. Mm. It was a number. You were sort of going in and out of it. And in the end, you were talking, you, you said, you know, I, I don't let her hijack me. But there were a number of phrases that you, that I think were unconscious, where you were giving her quite a lot of power. Mm. Like, she hijacks my emotions. Mm-hmm. And I, there were a number of phrases like that where I wanted to say, is that true? Mm-hmm. How does that work? How does someone hijack someone else's emotions? So I know that you know that that's not true. So what's actually happening there instead? Okay. For some reason, I've already thought about this a little bit. It's really when I'm challenged. Mm-hmm. When I'm challenged by, by things, by people, people, places, and things, I can be, I can just be this, this cool meditation hippie kind of dude. (laughs) 
and but challenge me and see if that's the case. And and, and it disappoints me when I come up short. Um, when okay, so this is a real life practice. I mean, you've been meditating, you've been doing these things, you say these things, you you've read this, you've done all these things, and and so and then when I'm challenged, I, I seem to fail. Okay, so let's slow down the videotape here. So one phrase you said at least twice, maybe more than three times, was she's driving me crazy. Which is a really common phrase in our world, of course. Yeah. And patently untrue. No one can drive you crazy, right? We do that all by ourselves. Kurt's not so sure. (laughs) He's weighing. (laughs) Well, it sure feels like they're driving me crazy, right? But then... So we, we, when we say something like, well, they're driving me crazy, what we're doing is we're taking a number of different steps in experience and collapsing them all together and sort of tying it up in a bow and saying, ta-da, they drove me crazy. But what's actually going on is there's a number of different steps there. And so I want you to do is think about like exploding it like a diagram where there's like, in, instead of it being this all clustered, glued together with twine and gum and whatnot. You just open up and imagine there's space between all of the elements. And so when you're interacting with her, what's the very first step on the way to her driving you crazy? What's the first thing that happens? Blame. Okay, so she'll give us maybe work with an example. She'll do something or say something. Um, yeah, she thinks I'm blaming her for virtually everything. When And I started thinking about this, when really the opposite is true. She's trying to attach blame. Okay, um, so, she, so she thinks that you're blaming her? And that's, she thinks that I am blaming her for whatever is going on. Okay, and when she does that, what do you do? What's step two? I explained that. How could it be her fault? How could it be? Is it no one's to blame? Okay. And, and then how does she respond to that? It just goes on from there. Um, she, now it turns into a cycle, a loop, right? Yeah. It's, well, it sounded like you're blaming me kind of thing. And there we go. And then I feel challenged. So I think I probably get a little more defensive. And... I can tend to lash out. So she gets really defensive. And it just... What happens before you lash out? She won't listen to me. Okay. So the trigger is you're not feeling listened to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she says you're blaming me. And you insist that that's not the case. And then she doesn't listen or you experience that she doesn't listen. Then you feel unlistened to then that triggers you and then you get defensive or slash angry. Okay. So that's, that's the recipe. The re- that's the recipe for letting her drive you crazy. That's how that happens. So if you look at that and consider it's entirely in your control, if that's the recipe for her driving you crazy, what would be the recipe for peace? Oh my gosh. It's, it's really part of the reason why we get along so good. It's because I, it's just not worth it to me. 
to argue. I can't stand arguing. So I keep my mouth shut. So I, I don't know, even know what to say. Let me come at it another way. When she's all stressed out about whatever it is, is it okay with you that she's all stressed out and anxious? Oh, well, no, but it should, but it, I should yeah. be okay. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say should. I would say you have the option of being okay with it. No, but that helps. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. noise, right? That's traffic. That's Walmart. That's New York subway. It's noise. And you don't, you would prefer for her not to be all stressed out. But where you have the responsibility is how that's affecting you. Because if someone's emotional state is bothering your emotional state, that's not their problem, it's yours. And so radical responsibility in that moment is like, oh, I'm not enjoying your emotional state right now. How can I accept that as is? Because if you're not enjoying it, and you have a contraction from it, then some part of you is going to be like, okay, let me see how I can change this. Now, like two train cars, you're linked to their emotional state. Yes. Yes. And so that's what you have to do. You have to link up to their emotional state in order to say, they're driving me crazy. Because now, using this metaphor, they are driving you. You're linked to them. Right. But what we don't see is the moment where we linked up. We just feel linked up and we go, ah, oh, will you knock it off? You're driving me crazy. When, and now you have to change them to change your state instead of just going, oh, why is their emotional state my personal problem? How did that happen? What if it's completely fine for her to be going off the rails? And you can just sit there and love her. That I never tried. <laughs> now, I'm not saying you can't have the preference. I would prefer for her to calm down. But, you know, I'd prefer for BLTs to grow on trees, but it's not going to change reality. Wouldn't that be cool? BLT, it's just sandwiches right off the tree. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.